0: For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a sleep number store or sleepnumber.com.
1: Hi, Cockalorum, ladies and gents. Welcome to the football ramble. Jurgen Klopp is angry and Spurs are just a pony. It's Monday, the 30th of November. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm CM Donaldson. And I'm Vidushita Hunter Raja. everybody, it's Monday and what a happy Monday it is, Peter. You're looking radiant, brother.
2: Thanks, mate. i got my Christmas jumper on. I'm feeling Christmas mm-hmm. like Christmasy. I'm going to put the Christmas tree up
1: later on. Clever girl. Mish, <laughs> how the dickens are you?
3: I'm very well. Very well, yeah. My mentions got a bit clogged on Friday. Did they? People... <laughs> congratulating me for my win over you which was a bit annoying because i was trying to forget about it and get on with my life um, yes but yeah so that was that's something that happened yeah
1: like i say i'm very proud of you to to use me as inspiration and, and i've taught you mm. how to win and i'm absolutely delighted
3: did you get any sleep on the weekend then or
1: i i got an almost amount of sleep because i knew my work has, has been done uh, okay <laughs> it's a true champion you grow other champions and that's what i did mm.
3: Yeah, I don't know. I, I think you put too much stock in that. To me, it was just a Friday.
2: Yeah, <laughs> isn't that what M Bison says in the Street Fighter? Yeah. What's that? <laughs> Film. It's just a Friday. He said he, he goes and it uh, talks to Chun Li about um, uh-huh. him destroying the uh, his his, his uh, her village and killing everyone in the village. Yeah, I think a few. That was the most important time of your life. But for me, it was just a Tuesday or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Evil,
1: evil, evil. Well, evil the vicious displayed. I like it. First minute you've mentioned it. You've been waiting <laughs> since Friday, haven't you? <laughs>
3: (laughs) No, no, nothing at all. Nothing at all was prepared.
1: Mm. It's it's nice for someone else to win for a change. Um, uh, Right, gentlemen, before we uh, start the football ramblings, a brand new Ramble Meets is out today in celebration of Diego Maradona's life after his sad passing last week. Andy Brassel is joined by the acclaimed filmmaker and director of the Diego uh, Diego Maradona documentary, Asif Kapadia. Uh, Asif talks about Maradona's split personality, the fear and doubt he felt in Naples and how he manipulated the media throughout his career. And he also recounts his own unique meetings with Maradona in Dubai, which is well worth hearing, let me tell you. So fantastic. Please please tell me the salt bears there. (laughs) Oh, with <laughs> that guy. Who is that guy? Why does he turn up every now and then? <laughs> um, yeah, it's fantastic chat with a with man who uh, knew uh, Diego Maradona's story better than your average. Uh, and to give it a listen, just head over to Football Ramble Presents now. Right, chaps, we're going to start with the FA Cup second round. <laughs> <Good>. All right. <laughs> Start with the first one, Matt. Uh, so that's what bit's been and done. All oh, right, okay. uh-huh. and that's we're waiting for the third. Yeah, that's okay. like we're in between times. <laughs> um, the wonderful story of eighth tier Marine scoring a hundred twentieth minute winner against <laughs> Havert and Waterlooville, who are now Havert and Waterlooville National League South. So it would have been a story for them to get to the third mm. round as well. But uh, but <laughs> Marina even lower than that, PT. <laughs> they, they haven't played in months, have they? They haven't played since the first. Well, game. yeah, they're, they're not an elite club so yeah they haven't uh, uh, played uh, since they beat Colchester in the first round on the 7th of oh, November it's the Jurgen Klopp dream it is a-
2: <laughs> <laughs> one match a month
1: <laughs> but is it though because they were on TV <laughs> yeah good point that's yeah. good point yeah um, uh, Niall Cummins the captain got the goal and he says I'm not going to lie I closed my eyes and it hit me in the shoulder or my back it was a weird looper wasn't it like, what <laughs> the hell is going on maybe is that a shoulder blade then he, yeah, was, he was fortunate. He, yeah. You're right. It kind of, somebody sort of made sure on the line, you know, it already crossed. <laughs> Vish, you're looking confused.
3: Yeah, I'd like to think. You're
1: looking <laughs> as confused as you did the other day when we were outside Buckingham Palace and you went, what's that?
3: That actually happened. What? At, why were you both outside
1: Buckingham? What are you guys planning? What are up to? to? <laughs> we were, he's, he's been watching Netflix, and I went, look, you see, that's the actual place. That, <laughs> that is one, it real or not? That bit's true. That bit's true.
2: <laughs> Did you think that it was a Potemkin village? Just the front
1: <laughs> he, went, he looked
3: up and he went, what's that? And I looked at him and he went, oh, is that Buckingham Palace? <laughs> It's not a bloody new build, is it? I know, that was really bad. Um, my sense of direction is terrible, and you don't really walk through that part of London. Well, no, I don't, there's no as a reason Londoner. to be there, yeah. is there? Yeah. it's on
1: the tourist trail.
3: Yeah, So let me show you some
1: things that you might not have seen before.
3: The reason I was confused in this moment oh, okay. was that I'd like to think that if you had your eyes closed, you could tell if someone was touching your head or your back. Yeah, that, I right.
1: do agree or with that. your shoulder or your back. Well, I think it must be shoulder blade then, because he did say... Um, uh, shoulder or back? So maybe it's in that little spot where you're not quite sure. Where's the joint? Where is it meeting? Is it on the border of the back and shoulder? That's what I think he's made there. <laughs> but yes, uh, uh, great for them. The manager Neil Young, uh, not that one, said, uh, "I went. Uh, I don't need to say, not that one. Do no, no, really. no. No, the seventy-five-year-old singer-songwriter Neil Young is
2: not the manager." <laughs> really?
1: Um, Is he married to Daryl Hannah? I don't know. I do not know, Peter. Um, He said, I went running on the pitch, which is not usually my style i usually... got heart of gold yeah. <laughs> He said I'm usually quite calm right, okay. yeah. But
3: managers don't always run on the pitch when they win though I mean no. I'd love to see it yeah, I do yeah <laughs> I, 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 six, six, 6 nil win right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah!
2: They have to do a run over the other side and then come back again oh. I very much enjoyed all the people who were kind of like watching all, through the chair link fences
1: yeah. <laughs> just kind of squished That was nice day. Well
3: because it, <laughs> yeah. it was one of those
1: grounds where the a lot of gardens seemed to yeah, back onto it Yeah 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 which, Fantastic Which is good yeah. Did you see their goalkeeper was seen uh, popping down to the local co-op in full kit coming mm. back with some beers i was beers. trying to figure out what beers he'd bought i'm right.
3: thinking it
2: might be beer and Moretti from the color of the packaging but I'm, I'm willing to be proved wrong yeah. would you
3: get you always get cronenberg in co-ops don't you yeah
2: yeah uh-huh.
3: heinies yeah yeah uh-huh. you could do i wondered if um i suppose not everywhere has delivery or uber eats but mm. usually you can like you can get beer in mm. i have a fax
2: one of those big polish um i think it's polish I'm I'm a big Tisky guy, but there's a big there's facts <laughs> It's this big kind of like export strength lager. That's like it's, it's like a it's like a tin of paint. It oh, is right. yeah. brilliant.
3: But I love it with special brew. <laughs> <laughs> Just got loads of special. Like brew. a tin of paint. It's brilliant. Delicious paint. Yeah. Tin paint, I call it. Is Tisky good? I've never Tisky's I've never good. Heard. Yeah,
2: Tisky. Okay, for a, I, I like my fizzy lager, and Tisky is a
1: is, is a decent
3: tipple. Well, that's why I'll be trying so this, to this morning. Speak. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, that's the takeaway so far. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was nice to see him in his full kit, of course. Uh, God bless that man. Yeah. Also in the uh, FA Cup second round, sixth tier, Chorley beat Peterborough, who were, of course, in League 1-2-1. Big win for them. They knocked out Wigan in in round one. They're going very strong. Their, Their club anthem apparently is Adele, someone like you. Well they yeah. played this on Match of the Day 2 as well. It's an odd choice. It's 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 a it's a difficult song to sing, isn't it? Yeah. I mean it's, I think they've done co- the runs quite
2: the, the performance that they put together after that match I thought was really really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, exactly.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean obviously they, you would think that there would be some sort of reason why that was their, their songfish, but then they're in all football... heartbroken. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs>
2: they've all gone through recent divorces, oh, to... <laughs>
3: breakups.
1: <laughs> You've gone through
3: and the sing the that when against you get us. knocked out, you know. <laughs> <laughs> they are all collectively auditioned for, for <laughs> yes. Britain's Got Talent. I don't know. The mind boggles. <laughs>
1: uh, um, also, there was a, there was a, uh, an upset as well. Stevenage, uh, borough of League One, beat uh, Hull City on penalties. Mm. Two saves from on loan goalkeeper, Chelsea goalkeeper Jamie Cumming. He did that a couple of years ago for the Champions League
2: semi-finals, not the full one yes. the, youth, the Youth Champions League I was about which to say, exists I think we would remember that <laughs>
1: um, incredible mm. incredible will he go back to his parent club we don't know because they are keeping clean sheets aren't they Peter I think they're alright um, but yes FA Cup second round lovely stuff there we're looking forward to the third round of course uh, at mm. the start of January let's move on then to the Premier League it was Chelsea nil Spurs nil we are not even in the race so we are not a horse we are just a pony come on he's come back he's fully back we've got this is it Mourinho has his eyes on the title now he did say this of course famously to Chelsea and I think they won the title the following season right so is this Mourinho saying no no you know he's planning on top four finish you know obviously do as well as they can but this is Mourinho saying next season's the season when they can spend a bit more perhaps in the summer when they've got Champions League football perhaps what are you thinking? What are you thinking, Pete Donaldson? Well, it's not up to him, is it? <laughs> <laughs> all but on it is, mind. Peter. It will be up to Mourinho. <laughs> the things that,
2: that, that Jose Mourinho says yes. and the way his team performs, very Fair different right. things sometimes. So he, uh-huh. can, he can talk all he likes about whether they are title contenders. Mm-hmm. Spurs look like title contenders.
1: This
3: mm-hmm. is the best chance they've had in the Premier League era?
1: Yes. Well, there was that season, of course, when Leicester won it, and they. But
3: they were never top, were they?
1: Yeah, I, I can't quite remember, but it was they had a chance then, of course, and it ultimately went down to Leicester versus Spurs for the title. Arsenal sort of fade away, even though Spurs finished third. Um, and this league is a nonsense this season as <laughs> well.
3: Oh, yeah, <laughs> which, is, which is all my more reason why it's their best. Chance. This yeah. league is a nonsense, and they're the. But the only they're... side who haven't conceded double figures so far, I think.
1: Mm. They are just a pony, though. Mm. Does the does a pony ever win the Grand National?
3: No, but is a pony allowed to enter the Grand National? <laughs> Probably not. No. Isn't it be like oh, like a child in the hundred meter sprint? Well, if the child's quick enough, then. does the Grand National have like ponies
2: for like mascots coming out holding like a <laughs> holding? Like horse. A, like, a, like, holding the, yes, 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 fish ponies <laughs> holding the horse's hand. <laughs> they walk out and then the pony's really nervous and all goes don't
1: worry
3: yeah you And then it takes they, its,
1: uh, <laughs> it's saddle off yeah. well, I don't know whatever yeah. they, yeah. they have I'm and yeah. then, they, then
3: they pretend to like do the race and everyone mm. in the crowd goes across the line yeah. yeah I'm into it Ross Turnbull's little pony mm. ah yeah, yeah? not yeah. to
1: hear his name is Hilario still knocking around <laughs> oh dear yeah so um, Mourinho said you see the difference Joe Rodden was playing for Swansea Tiago Silva has been and is still one of the best <laughs> centre backs in the, in the world he that did. is a difference. I mean, yeah. you yeah. <laughs> know he knows
2: he's for
1: us. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, obviously, Thiago Silva is uh, <laughs> a bit older, of course. But uh, he also said, Mourinho, when he's saying, oh, we're just, uh, just a pony, he said. But Chelsea, they are they are one of the biggest contenders. Again, <laughs> making this this point uh, that they got at Stamford Bridge a bit more special. I mean, Spurs' record at Stamford Bridge is awful, obviously, in the last... Since that win in 1990, they've won once there. I think the Compton were saying in 34 matches. Oh, they,
2: they got beat twice last
1: season, they so did. That, this you? is an improvement. Yeah, well, 2018, they, of course, won won there which was the first time I think since 1990 I'm not really too sure what to think about these kind of records because you think well obviously it's a very different crop of players now Mm. to what it was through the 90s through most of this does it really matter but then when you look at the statistics you sort of think well there is something in this even though they did win there in 2018. in 2020 the only statistic that matters
2: is it's not the goal scored it's the expected goals Ah.
1: that's all anybody is talking about the expected goals. Well what was the expected goals that Spurs had in this match then? Uh, It was the Zero. <laughs> yeah. In the second half, it yeah. was zero. They weren't okay. expected to get anything, which is perhaps why Lampard was slightly punchy when uh, the, the interviewer, the reporter said to him after, you know, well, neither time could really get on top anymore. Well, one team did get on top, you know. Yeah. We were the better. One <clears>
3: team had 60% of the ball. Yeah. Mm.
1: Um, and a few more chances. I mean, Chelsea yeah. will go away with that, thinking they should have won, despite Mourinho saying, oh, my, I'm really happy that my players are annoyed that we only got a point. But Chelsea did edge it in terms of chances and expected goals.
3: Mourinho is so smart. I'm not going to say it winding up people because I don't think Lampard's particularly wound up by him. Well, he
1: knows how. He yeah, went.
3: but but also the fact that Mourinho knows how important it is to go first in those press conferences, <laughs> so he knows whatever he says can be will be essentially. Mm-hmm. Used as a crux of the next manager's press conference, mm-hmm. so Lampard, in a few situations, has been asked about things Mourinho has said five minutes earlier. Mm-hmm. So he's been like, "Well, I mean, what do you want me to say to that?" It's a mm-hmm. bit like me going, well, "Have you heard what Pete's been saying about you?" <laughs> no, I have, yeah, that's
2: yeah.
3: pretty. Constant, <laughs> well, he scores it on honest. the walls, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, like I, I think you know th- that to me on um, on on Sunday was like those mid late two thousand games where. The top two meet quite early in the season, mm-hmm. and it's a bit like in a you know a superhero film where the hero and the villain meet like 45 minutes in. You're like, mm-hmm. nothing's going to get sorted here. No. They're going to keep <laughs> their power dry for an, at least another hour before anything worthwhile comes of this. <laughs> and it was a little bit like that. Yeah. They'll both take their point. They'll meet again later on in the season, and they'll, you know, come February, they can actually start the proper trash talking. Now they're all just trying to save face. And, mm. yeah, you know, I, I, I was so disappointed we got a point. We're st- we were, you know, we've kept on a run, and we haven't conceded in two games, so bad.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's not great, I mean, but I mean, it is quite impressive in one sense when, when two sides go out not to lose it and wasn't. they get a clean sheet.
2: Yeah, and it was quite a good game to watch. I quite enjoyed it. Did that. you enjoy it? Yeah, I, I quite enjoyed it. And, yeah. and like, and and two of my favorite footballers, Son and Ken, were completely nullified in that match. I mean, how you, many teams have managed to kind of just railroad your ride, institutionalized.
1: By Steve Bruce, aren't
2: you? Now? <laughs> Just, no attacking yeah.
1: intent. You know, playing by making sure. I Don't want to see expected goals. <laughs> don't want to see them. Don't expect them. Don't want them. Yeah, were you annoyed when uh, Newcastle got those two late goals against Palace?
3: Uh, a little bit, yeah. yeah. yeah, I <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really,
1: really put my back up to you.
2: <laughs>
3: Damn it all. Well, that's the thing. Like, If you don't have expected goals, you won't, if you well, if you do have expected goals, if you mm. expect goals, mm. then you won't be surprised, will you? Exactly, yeah.
1: yeah. You know, that's a great thing about being a pessimist. You're never disappointed, <laughs> isn't it, Peter? Uh, but, uh, but, but seriously, though, you know, it, there is something about setting up the side and, and, and thinking, right, today we are not going to lose. Mm. And that's clearly what Mourinho did. And you would say Lampard... Did that as well to an extent, obviously as I say Chelsea probably edged it in terms of chances and whatnot, but they did that was the case isn 't it Chelsea know that, that that with you know what Mourinho's like it's kind of like do not lose games in which you which you, which which could well, you could lose to a, to a, to a rival when you're going away from home even though there's no fans but there's still that kind of psychological edge, i suppose. You put away your home games. You put away the teams that are, that are lesser than you. If you see what I mean, so to go there and not lose is, is a huge sort of thing, and it's a big strategy of his.
3: Yeah, and, and I think Spurs fans by and large, certainly the Spurs fans I talked to last mm. night, by and large were, were very happy with that. I think the um, like one of my mates was saying that he's not totally enamoured with how they set up yesterday, mm. but he was he was actually quite proud of the fact that a Spurs team. Mm-hmm given his years of following them were able to go and do that to execute yeah. such a solid plan yeah. and really stick to it and stifle the best attacking team in the league.
1: Mm-hmm. Well because you can you can get a bit blindsided you can think well hang on a minute you know it's a televised game at a prime so- slot on a Sunday and you think well, hang on, this is a load of nonsense but you're right it's a long old season if you really want to win the league or, or certainly challenge those are the games that you've, you've sometimes you do have to play like that a little bit I mean it's interesting what Eric Dyer said uh, I think it was before the game actually um, but he said you know I'd say this team is probably more pragmatic I think we still possess a lot of the qualities we had under Maurizio Pochettino, we're all a bit older and mature, Um, but he said Mourinho is definitely putting his stamp on the club, on the team and the players, he wants us to be a representation uh, of himself, tough is one of the words I'd use to describe him and this team.
2: Come on, this big talk from Eric, he's like a big Rita (laughs) Rara, kicking the shit out of the city.
1: (laughs) No, Rita is like delicately dancing over the city in that advert. Uh, Yeah, well or is it there footage it only goes for 30 seconds that's all I'm saying is there extra afterwards, footage afterwards she
2: boots the shit out the gherkin are
1: there outtakes that I haven't seen <laughs> it's like Power Rangers mate it's horrible like oh. Mothra <laughs> Yeah. Uh, speaking a bit more about Chelsea, though, Tammy Abraham obviously had a, a couple of efforts, but it's impressive that he's starting because people were concerned, well, for him, that Werner was going to come in and Abraham who was oh, see, all those loan spells away. And Giroud so will get minutes. There's Giroud again, who you know, he missed a chance himself towards the end. Yeah. But, but Abraham, though, I mean, obviously he was their top scorer last season, 18 goals in all competitions. Um, he he's done well to get back in this side because he didn't start the the season too well.
3: Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I I was worried, actually, that he'd be one of the players that after there was all that talk last season of giving youngsters a chance and, he, you know, I bring these bring mm. people through, suddenly they spend some money and they're yeah. like, like, see you later, Tammy yeah, yeah. And Mason. Mm-hmm. But it absolutely hasn't been the case. And Tammy Abraham, his game, I think we all, I think we're sometimes we're too quick to pigeonhole younger mm. players. I say sometimes we, I Mean me, really? Yeah, don't drag P and yeah, so, I. Because the,
1: these are the expected opinions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's like a sports
3: hall.
2: I just invite the players in. And go, you. have Got a lot of room. Enjoy yourself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Don't kick that. out a medicine
3: ball. <laughs> <laughs> the, the um, and I, I think well, I wonder actually if it's it's um, it, what what helped us a little bit is the fact that all the games had been on TV. Whereas mm-hmm. before, sometimes we could rely too much on the anecdotal evidence of when we would sit down to watch a mm-hmm. Chelsea game or for mm-hmm. example when I would cover a Chelsea game. But now you see them, you know, you see every game it's all available to you and you see the way he's able to do so many different things, whether he's facing the goal with his back to goal. He's mm-hmm. really I can only describe him as really swish on the ball. Like he does, mm-hmm. he's really really efficient touch. Remember like Torres at his peak. Yeah. When he just he wouldn't need to take too many touches to do mm-hmm. certain things. He doesn't dawdle. Mm-hmm. He's he's a really really good player to watch and sometimes you can get distracted because he's so tall and mm-hmm. you treat him like a as you would a big mm-hmm. you know tall player but he's um did he disrespect so
1: reese james when he put those crosses in and he didn't fully get on the end of them
3: don't know i wouldn't like to say <laughs> <laughs> they
1: were they were lovely balls in they were it? yeah he'd be he, he yeah. disappointed with himself that he maybe didn't do a little bit better but you know he's still learning and and, uh, and whatnot you mentioned mason mount there Roy Keane was full of praise for Mason Mount. He said, "I like everything about him. Apparently there's critics on social media. I don't follow social media, thank God, but I really like the look of him. Do you follow social media, Peter." I I, I don't follow a lot of social
2: media, but I do like the look of Mason Mount. So we're, mm. we're very much uh, two peas in a pod me and Keane.
1: Yeah, but you have but you have the option of being followed on social yeah, media. Exactly, yeah. And mm. in real life presumably <laughs> you do like to uh, drop your hanky in mm, that. It's uh, an
2: interesting uh, thing to say, isn't yeah. it? <laughs>
1: What, Keen or me? Keen or you? (laughs) Four figures, really. Keen to tell the
3: person who would say, I don't internet.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Indeed. Um, So, nil-nil there. Um, oh, so not. Oh, speaking yes. of Giroud, actually, Go on.
3: There's, there's rooms. He might have
1: gone
2: to Spurs. What? Spurs are interested. Well. What's that about?
3: I think that I think that would be a brilliant signing for Spurs. He's absolutely mm, but the not for of Giroud. <laughs> no, but not for <laughs> Chelsea. Why would you? Why would you want to strengthen? You know, why? Yeah. Well, there
1: like is that. that. Yeah, but I mean, I why suppose. Why is he going to another London
2: club? Why has <laughs> he got such little kind of ambition? I <laughs> just really like London. It's not a lack of ambition, oh. is it?
3: Well, talk
2: about bloody World Cup winner. Ooh.
3: Giroux! Are they in London? No. <laughs> he has, yeah, it's true, actually. He does seem to have the living habits of someone who's just graduated from Bristol University. <laughs> Spent some time in North London, went yeah. out West, wants to go back to North London. Flash
2: uh, I'm not going south of the river, he says.
3: Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Crystal, Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace yeah, yeah.
1: Well, yeah, that's... that's definitely, but he, I mean, he's concerned, isn't he, that you might not get into the Euros, the French side for the Euros, because of the lack of minutes. Oh, cool West Ham. Okay. West Ham, come cool on. West Ham.
3: Do you not think France's selection, though, not least with what they've done with Pog? but uh, mm. it that kind of doesn't really matter I was
1: about to say Olivia you're fine where you
3: are I think it's
2: said last time he, he, he's proved everything yeah no I, I, <laughs> I national I, I, level
1: But I mean Spurs are looking for a replacement surely for Fernando Llorente <laughs> and he gets the bell, doesn't he <laughs>
3: but, uh, then, do you not think he'd be brilliant in that side yeah. you know, he'd, be, he'd be doing a lot of the hold up play that Kane does but I just can't see why Chelsea would even think of doing that
1: yeah but as Giroud as well he would be very much second fiddle to Kane yeah Although, is he going to get any minutes there, well with like, Kane, like inju- Kane's thing. injuries and I think mm. Mourinho is concerned that he would want Kane for the sort of the bigger more important games mm. I think he probably would because you know yeah. they should go on a Europa League run mm. uh, with, with the squad they have with Joe Hart keeping net in that competition and, uh, and, and so on but there we are we, we, we shall see gentlemen mm. um, mention for West Brom getting their first win of the season against poor old Sheffield United Bit fortunate <laughs> uh, with Sheffield United's uh, poor finishing. There,
2: there, there were be- there were better finishes in this game that weren't actually the goal if that makes any sense. Yeah, I know it was one. Well, what were the expected
1: goals for Sheffield United there? three point one two. There you go.
3: They're two shots on goal.
1: It's madness. Thirty nine shots in this one. I mean, it's Leeds United esque, isn't it? They weren't even playing.
2: Was the keeper just anticipating a deflection and he didn't really commit? Because I, I just thought I know it was a crowd of players, but I was just like I was just a bit
1: underwhelmed mm. to be well, honest. Well, Billich was correct when he said this was the game. There are enough games after this one but this was very important crucial for both teams to win the game and he was absolutely mm. right you know West Brom they desperately needed to win that I mean they lost against Fulham of course when they went to Craven Cottage and that would have been that's quite a damning result for them mm. but now they're out the relegation zone for the first time in, in, in a little while or if, if the first time this season perhaps uh, and, it, and it's a huge one I mean a clean sheet's pleasing although you know great performance from their goalkeeper was at Johnston in goal um, but Sheffield United. I mean, I don't know what's going on there. I mean, do 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 they need to have a couple more subs on the bench? That's all I'm saying. (laughs) 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 To be able to bring on is that what he's? Mr. Wilder. He's Uh, he's (laughs) sitting down and going, "I will not budge on this. I don't (laughs) care. I will get relegated." Five. And of course, if they got relegated, they go to the Championship. Well, you can make five subs.
3: Yeah, I probably choose not to, wouldn't you? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Um Is that the game here? That it's um, you got relegated. Yeah, we can make five songs <laughs> <of> You mug.
3: <laughs> it was. It's weird, isn't it? What, just even just watching the highlights of that game, you're like, they've got to score one of them. I reckon if you rewatched them, you'd mm. be like, one of these has got to go in. Yeah,
2: But Baldock's miss was just uh, Baldock's miss sounds like something like a side quest on an RPG. It does, yeah. <laughs> you must travel to Baldock's miss. <laughs> To pick up a sword. Um, yeah. but it, that was if you take your f- head out of your it. hands at any point you will be cursed. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah awful,
3: I know what you mean. What about Gallagher's mix.
1: goal, Peter? A bit of a shinner?
2: Yeah, I did yeah, I didn't rate, <laughs> I didn't
3: rate. <laughs> I didn't rate it. So that was... An, you don't like expected goals. You don't like goals either. <laughs> Get was rid of a, this one. It was a bit of a shinner, but then
1: such control with the shin, vision yeah. It's quite magnificent, really. No,
3: but. I mean, I, I'm, I'm kind of with Pete on this because I heard about the goal and then I mm. saw it and I thought, don't lie to me. Yeah. Don't lie to me mm. and say an effort from outside the box and... Build my hopes up. Yeah, it's a bit like Wayne you know, Rooney's bicycle kick against Manchester. City Don't even bring that up in this company. <laughs> <you> <laughs> utter disgrace. It's a bit like you know those videos of you know I don't know why American parents do this, but you know when they get like an Xbox box, but in it is like a I was going to say a duck, but a you duck, know, a, ru- a rubbish toy, not an Xbox. That oh, do right, yes. what,
1: American parents do that. They
3: do it so they film it and they send it to Ellen or some yeah okay. like that. And <laughs> <laughs>
1: She's confirmed to
3: atlas fine yeah <laughs> um but yeah they they film it and then their kids get really upset and then they send it in and oh. they're like oh look at these kids. look at these morons i've raised yeah,
1: yeah. so that's the equivalent of uh, gallagher's goal is it
3: well, It was sold to me like that. I was a was child a, was in a, tears when I opened that book. Yes. Dirty little trickler. It dirty was. Little, dirty trickler. little trickler. <laughs> the right. keeper
1: should have saved. Well, that's a good idea. He's
3: been an excellent player for them and is mm. an excellent player. We yeah. should say
1: that. But he likes, he's a dirty little trickler.
3: He's <laughs> a dirty little trickler.
1: <laughs> excellent stuff. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's have a quick break.
2: Welcome what were they back. shouting
1: there? Oh, I, welcome back to the football round, I should okay, say, yeah, just okay. in case you've forgotten where you are. Um, I, he's called him. A sort of...
3: what, what, what Rob Holding was shouting? Yeah. He's built like a brick shithouse. How has he gone down like that? Yes, that's okay, right. okay, okay. Yes, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah that's already.
1: right. was given That's right, that's right. Yeah, marvellous. Marvellous, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Uh, before we carry on the uh, the, the, the Premier League chat, uh, Betway 4 to score update. So let's see how we got on uh, in Betway's 4 to score this weekend. Entry to Betway's 4 to score is free each week. Pick the first goal scorer in Betway's four selected matches for your chance to win the weekly £50,000 jackpot. Make sure your selections are submitted before the first game. Of course, further T's and C's apply. Gentlemen, I uh, went for Timo Werner in Chelsea versus Tottenham. Of course, that was wrong if it wasn't for pesky VAR I would have been right I was like yes I've got one oh no uh, in game two uh, was Arsenal versus Wolves uh, Kate picked Raul Jimenez of course got that awful awful injury oh fucking nice man oh my oh. goodness yeah absolutely sickening um, as we understand it though I think he's alright in hospital and so on so uh, I think uh,
2: he's he having an operation on his, on his skull I think
1: yeah he's, he's uh, had
3: an operation on a fractured skull
1: yeah. well I hope obviously there's nothing too serious but anyway the result was uh, Pedro so Kate was uh, incorrect there Uh, Tonight, uh, Leicester City play uh, Fulham. So we will see uh, if Vish got that correct. He picked Jamie Vardy. And then uh, Luke picked Ollie Watkins in West Ham versus Aston Villa. So we'll be back with another round of Betway's 4 to score on the preview show this Friday. All right, gentlemen, let's have some emails.
3: Right, I've got one from Ross Mantle here. Uh, good evening. After listening to Friday's episode, I had a terrifying flashback of the time I came face to face with Joe Hart on the cricket pitch. Oh, hello. <laughs> I'll try and set the scene. I'm unsure of the exact year. Well, it's not great, is it? <laughs> <laughs> I think it happened, <laughs> but it is between 2000 and 2003. It was a beautiful summer's afternoon, and Ludlow School's cricket team turned up to play Mielbrace School in Shrewsbury. Mm. This was a case of the little South Shropshire town heading north to the big Shropshire <laughs> town. Presumably, that's all relative. Yeah, yeah. Up to the toss, we were put into bat by my ho- by the home team. We thought this was strange. It was bright sunshine with no clouds in the sky, which, by the way, for you two is. Pristine batting conditions. Right, well, okay, okay. Well,
1: We didn't think it was rain and yeah. hail, did we? <laughs>
3: <laughs> no clouds being a key thing here. Yeah. However, we soon realised why. Our opening batsman faced up against a tall blonde left armour opening the bowling by the name of Joe Hart. When the first ball was bowled, which went whistling past the outside edge of our opening batter, I knew we were in trouble. Mm. It was cleaned up next ball, meaning I was in next. I walked to the wicket apprehensive, took my guard and got ready to face the onslaught. The first ball I faced I didn't see, but lucky enough for me, the wiki keeper didn't manage to fully stop the ball, so we carried so he called through for a run and I managed to get off strike. That's
1: good, you don't want a duck. No. no. I think, no. And it was close to
3: a diamond. Well duck. no, but he'd still be he would still be on a duck, but he wouldn't be a diamond duck.
1: Yeah, yeah the diamond duck is the most humiliating thing in sport. Golden no, duck's bad.
3: There's something called a platinum duck where you can get run out without where you get out without facing a ball, which is when you get run out when you haven't been on strike. Oh, right. Oh, oh, that's that's bad. annoying. Especially, that? especially when you pay a 15 quid match fee. Yeah. That's <laughs> happened to no, me.
1: A platinum
3: duck. That's quite <laughs> yeah. something. The next ball, the opening batsman was dismissed as well. And soon, and I soon had to face Joe again. He's ripping through them. <laughs> no, yeah. He steamed in and bowled me as well. The humiliation continued and we were bowled out for less than 20. Oh my goodness. Which was knocked off in swift fashion by the opposition opening batsman. Shocker. Blimey! That is grim. Yeah, that is really grim. Maybe Joe Hart should uh, go back to playing cricket. Well, on the he he, shore he was from South Africa. He, he was very, he was very, very close to. I think someone's done a piece today on the cricketer actually speaking to people he used to play with. He was in the Worcestershire Academy, mm-hmm. very talented. And the people who played, with, I know a couple of people who played with who are now pros, mm-hmm. and they say he was like, he was serious business. He's yeah. just, you know, football plays a little bit more than county cricket. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: It's in it's my limited co- connection with uh, cricket, um, I would say that he's got a very crickety accent.
3: You
0: would, would that be wouldn't fair? Be? Yeah. In no,
2: my mind, cricketers all talk a bit like this. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> English critic in a what, like, anyway. what, sort of? Oh, right. I'm going to throw this ball at the, the, the stumps. So you're English? Eaters... is that what
1: you're thinking? It's again. Like the Yorkshire area? Yeah, probably. Of? That's probably because it's a bit of a hotbed, isn't it? You're thinking oh. of, um, oh, what's his name? Geoffrey Boycott. <laughs> That's what you're thinking about. Yes. Um, as you often do, sadly. I just like to be offensive to other people's um loves.
3: I was
2: going to say, yeah. <laughs>
3: expected love. Uh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> How much expected love
1: do you think i need more you walk con- into a Saturday night I need more context I need more I don't know. <laughs> is Pete Donaldson wearing that jumper having drunk <laughs> as much as he has Oh, the expectations are high <laughs> um, uh, perhaps a clean sheet though um, right oh. Southampton against Manchester United uh, it was a great win for Manchester United in the end Edison Cavani uh, was at the centre of it let's we need to sort of mention obviously what happened on, on social media so he uh, he could be he could face trouble for this fish of course because mm. he 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 uh, used the word he said thanks negrito which the word in itself is not offensive which is why i would say the word if it was a sort of obviously a racial slur then that you wouldn't say that um now i i personally know uh, someone in in argentina not uh, in uruguay who their family call that person that name and it is affectionate like it really isn't offensive um of course, though, when you call individuals that, and if you know them and you had the relationship in the comfort of your own home, you can, you know, no one I don't think is going to have a go at you if you use that word, but he should be aware of the wider context when saying that on social media, especially in the current climate and so on, where we're being more, you know, <clears throat> there's more awareness being raised, all that, all that kind I think, of stuff. I think if you're in a situation where,
2: um, I think he should not use that word, yeah. and I think uh, in 2020, not many people should be using that word, whether affectionately or not. It, there's a reason why there was a, a chocolate bar with that name, changed mm-hmm. to, I think, Nito. Uh, a shortening of it, mm-hmm. and weirdly had a, a white kid with a with an afro on the front of it. Mm-hmm. Like the, the, the it's clearly uh, it, it is clearly affectionate, or people
1: see it as affectionate in in the South American In the South America, yeah, but South
2: American, yeah, but South American uh, names are usually like it's, it's fatty or skinny or, mm-hmm. or fat or whatever. so they're they're, they're yeah. very descriptive, but. Um, it's, you know, it's, it's 2020 and we are, a, it, mm. we are a, 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 a world. Yep. <laughs> We've all got to live together and yep. everyone can hear what everyone else is saying. Mm-hmm. So, um, that's probably one of those things that, uh, yeah, he may not regard as being very offensive, but it is offensive. I so. mean,
1: he obviously deleted the post, but mm. if he does get a ban, you know, he'll deserve
3: it. Yeah I, well, yeah. I mean, that is the thing, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. There was, there will be a temptation from some in certain quarters uh-huh to talk of this like it's political correctness gone wrong mm-hmm. uh gone mad even um or gone whatever because it's yeah, all bullshit sure, sure, sure. but you know what pete says is absolutely right whether whether or not he has that relationship with that person mm-hmm. anyway that doesn't justify using it in a public space well that's
1: the difference isn't it i think when when people say yeah but a friend of mine i call it it's okay fine but well, you're set up with your individual friend again that, that's sort of your business if you see what i mean but when you Bring it to a public space, you know. Um,
2: I, I think I think what's unhelpful when you see that word uh, on on, on a, in a newspaper. Uh, I think we were talking about it before mm-hmm. we came to the student There's a, there's um, the <laughs> screenshot of of the uh, oh yeah of, and the sun. I think it is of, of blanked out everything after the N, which looks a
1: lot it more. <laughs> it does. <looks> it really <laughs> a does. Lot
2: stronger than yeah. than it is, but it, it's still offensive. Yeah. It's, still a, it's I mean, still a word that shouldn't be used. I,
1: I I yeah. I mean, I don't think that that particular action suggests what Cavani's views are on certain things i just think it is a little bit of a slip however you know even if you do that then then you could face punishment it's a, it's a very different situation to some of the well one example in particular that people are comparing it with and you think it isn't the same um
3: yeah people would be wise to actually look i mean the fa transcript of the you're obviously talking about the lewis Harris yeah. thing um, the FA transcript is readily available on the internet. You just have to type into Google and you can read it and you mm-hmm. can read the actual reasons why yes. he was pulled up. and
1: Repeatedly the... saying that word in a certain way yes. to Patrice Everett is not the same as re- as calling a friend of yours a, a, a sort of an affectionate, even though we've talked about that now. Yeah. It's a- just it's not the same.
3: No, absolutely. And, uh, you know, I, I, I do think it's important to push people towards that if they think these two are any way mm. related. And also the idea that, like... Oh well, he didn't. You know, he didn't get away with it. Mm. So why should he? Just. Like be wise yeah. to making any kind of assertion like yeah. that. Yeah, so
1: we shall see what happens with Cavani with regards to punishment and, and so on and so forth. And and obviously it's a shame because of the sort of, the, the, the sort of societal content and all that kind of stuff as, as we, we've talked about. But it's also a shame because on from his point of view, if you see what I mean, he scored two goals and, and did really well for, for Manchester United. It was, was crucial in, in, in a victory, you know, where they were two nil down. You were at the game, of course, watching your beloved Manchester United as a neutral. and
3: uh, And it was an impressive comeback. Yeah, it was actually it, the. Um, it should be said though that Southampton in taking their two goal lead were deserving of it, but didn't actually play that well. Mm. They well, both sides were pretty skittish in the first forty five minutes, and Southampton they, I've you know I've seen them play much better, and I I wondered actually right when going going into two nil, they'll just wise up a bit in the in mm-hmm. the second half, and they kind of just fell away, and a lot of that was because of Cavani really, mm-hmm. um,
1: and they were knackered.
3: Yeah, probably. Well, that's what they,
1: that's what uh, I think Jermaine Genius was suggesting on, on Master's Day two that they were running so much, and putting so much effort in that they tired a bit in the second half. But I was it mere Cavani's mere presence that they just got? Knackered?
3: Maybe it was. Maybe it was his yeah his chiselled cheekbones. that you know, Got them all <laughs> flustered. But the um I, I, the way I put it in, the, I write a piece on his performance specifically this morning, um, or rather, out this morning, and I. When he came on, I, put, I referenced it as like, you know, when you finally get that TV in your living room so you know which way your furniture should be pointing. <laughs> <laughs> like he, gave, he gave everyone a bit more focus. Yeah. Like Bruno Fernandez had quite a bad game until he came on. Mm, and so yeah. he, he, even just knowing where to be, where to stand, yeah. where to make those runs, because he does it for you mm. and you feel inclined to, even when he, so for example, for Fernandez's goal, Cavani pulls out to the right and helps out Aaron Wan-Bissaka mm. to rectify a situation on the right which where United offered no threat at all in the first half. Mm-hmm. And that created the space in the middle that Fernandez walked mm-hmm. into when he re- eventually received that cross and scored. Rashford was a lot more purposeful as well. And yeah, everything just seemed to come together. And
1: A player but, like Cavani can do that. He's, he's wise. He knows his He just stuff. says,
3: lads, 100%, get in the yeah. fucking box. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> With support that we've got to get in the net. <laughs> yeah. Get in the box. But also, he's you know, he's one of those players who is happy to make runs for nothing. Yeah. He doesn't need the gratification of like, oh, you haven't passed me the ball. Mm. I think he just, he's always had that maturity. Mm. Um, And so uh, Andy Cole, who was punting for, I'm not sure who actually, sorry, but um, he said that Cavani reminded him of Solskjaer and it was put to Solskjaer in the post-match press conference and Solskjaer disagreed entirely. And he said, actually, he reminds him of Andy Cole because Andy Cole oh, would always make those... Oh, that's runs. nice,
1: isn't it? No, yeah. you. He's you. Yeah. He's you.
3: <laughs> and, and the one thing it reminded me of is, um, Marcus, you all know a bit about this, that um, Cavani had the same criticism that Andy Cole used to have in that he was, it was said of him that he needed five chances to score a goal. Yes. And it's funny that I, I looked up the stats uh, last night and Cavani's had three shots on target in the Premier League and scored all three of
1: them. There you are, you see. And his goal-scoring record at PSG was quite something. I mean, I understand that he's always going to get chances there but he's still got to put them away. That, um that header that he did just before his yeah. his goal was just like it was rising. I can't can't
2: mm. stop watching it. It's beautiful. Like it, it just went past the post. If that went in, that would have been one of my mm. favorite
1: goals of this season. It was great. Well, it shows you he scores all types of goals. And not uh, in that match. <laughs> <laughs> well, he can do. Um but yeah, very impressive from from uh, uh, you know Cavani and, and as you say, Vish it could be just what Manchester United need. Um Southampton themselves it will be disappointed because they threw Away, a, a lead I mean James Ward Prowse is looking good isn't he another free kick although David De Gea would be a di- bit disappointed Roy Keane was very disappointed at him mm. uh, and then of course whipping the free kick in I mean Trump and old David
3: Beckham Euros <laughs> and that fish <laughs> get back to a 4-4-2 Gareth I think Beckham is the only player with more direct free kicks in the Premier League than Englishman Englishman. Oh, is it Englishman I believe so Right. Okay.
1: Yeah. I just like the improvement in corners, to be honest. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Would Which he's he um, brilliant at. Yeah. Actually, would you have him in? Would you start him for England?
1: I don't know. Start. I'm not sure. You could have
3: him a quarterback. Well, couldn't you? No you're <laughs> no talking. That any. worked for Beckham, didn't <laughs> it?
1: Yeah. Uh, I think Calvin Phillips has got that role. <laughs> you could <laughs> have two quarterbacks. We could we, just, just hitting the ball to each other. We'll call them a halfback. <laughs> <Yeah>. You know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that he could be considered an option. I think the the system that Southgate's playing. Not sure. He'd probably be in the centre of the four. I mean, I suppose if they play a, f- a four at, at uh, Southampton, it maybe bodes well for him. So, yeah.
3: It's quite a unique four at Southampton. It because is. A they're bit, wide yeah. players come in basically
1: true um yeah you yeah I, I think i think he he could be in the squad i think yeah. as, as an option there
3: it's all, we should also say that he's not just set pieces you know he's he's quite a niggly little player yeah. like he do, he puts himself about and he oh, knows he, that he was knows how the, to foul people that was, that was the
2: story wasn't it It was like it was like he's an absolute boss in the field he yeah. absolutely kicks the shit out of people <laughs> and now he's this cultured Backing. Beckham. I so said, where's this come from? Mind you, Beckham, I'd bite him. In, bite him in, he, he certainly did, yeah. <laughs>
3: he said Beckham, I'd bite him. Yeah, yeah. I would bite him. Yeah. I was going to say. Yeah, yeah, I would as well.
2: want abandon. What a lovely treat. Where would you bite him?
3: I I immediately thought of um the Should, shoulder. shoulder. Back of the knee. Back of the knee? Oh, just
2: be, oh, I don't know.
3: I feel like back of the knee, you wouldn't get the scent of the man, would you? Yeah. That's why I was thinking of the shoulder, because he'd All be right. quite close to his beautiful face. Maybe mm. underneath the ribs, at the back, like a shark. Yeah,
1: possibly. Yeah. Let's go with that. Okay. Cool. Um, uh, Hassan Hootel uh, was was interesting after the game when he said about Manchester United. You can hear them celebrating in their dressing room. You know how tough an opponent you have been because they were celebrating like they won the Premier League. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: don't uh, why do people insist on being celebration police? Uh, I, I think the <laughs> last it's a last, you know, they got a winner in the 92nd minute when you when they were two-nil no at half time. Can I understand if it'd be they'd be utter knobs if they didn't celebrate. <laughs> yeah, but I think <laughs> on to they, the next yeah, one. yeah,
1: but you are not think he's <laughs> job he's Reflecting on the fact that they, they lost in a lead and he's saying well it just shows how good we are yeah of are. course yeah, yeah. you know that's what old Hassan Hoots is doing <laughs> um, but yes good win for Manchester United you have to say they've got character they came back and, uh, and Solskjaer uh, uh, rides again my goodness, doesn't he just? Um, uh, Brighton uh, got a good point at home to Liverpool, of course. Um, Diogo Jota scored. He will do that. Mm. Uh, Salah and Mane, both, goals, uh, both of their goals were, were ruled out. Um, and uh, it was all about the penalties, though, wasn't it? Uh, well, let's start with the one that was that was missed by Morpé. Did you see how many times he gave the eyes to go the <laughs> other way? If you watch that again, he look, he looks about three or four times. And I remember thinking... Oh, he's obviously going to go that way because he's made it so obvious to Allison. But then he takes it. and You think, oh, he actually did the hard bit. Yeah, but he put it wide, Peter. Oh, nuts! He was too busy focused on the other side that he forgot. <laughs> that You <he> got to, <laughs> did, put he to put the, put the ball inside the net. Yeah, um, so he,
2: um, he he took the ball off minute at one point and puts Ponley
1: um, away. Mm-hmm. And and he he should have
2: oh, he should have buried that. It was Ooh, such a poor mm, bit of work.
1: Yeah. Um, so it was. Yeah. I mean, obviously Liverpool. Um, Went one nil up, and then they they got a penalty uh, in the last minutes. Of course, did Brian? Was it a penalty, Vish?
3: You can see why it's given. I might be mad at it, like he did kick it. You can see why
1: it's given. I mean, then people pull up that one. Was it? Was it West Ham versus Liverpool where Salah is fouled Mm. and it wasn't given? I mean, this is the thing with VAR. There is no black and white decisions. It is. Open to interpretation, and, and now people and now people are blaming time for this somehow. Yeah, They're
2: sort of saying, oh, we 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 watch um we're watching these at half speed, and and football isn't played at half speed. I'm going, well well, what do Carlo Rovelli on the on the on the speedy sofa to discuss quantum mechanics? Like, what, what? <laughs> why are we against time now? Like yeah. Why, like, it's either, it's a binary decision. It was either wrong or it was right at whatever speed it was played at. I don't understand that part of it. That aspect yeah. of complaining about VAR
1: But when you say it's a binary decision, though, it, I see what you mean. It's either a penalty or it isn't, but it's open to interpretation because I think um, Oliver Kay was tweeting about you know in, in 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 about rugby sometimes. Now I don't, I didn't see the particular decision he was tweeting about in the grand final but in a sport like rugby it's the ball does it cross the line or does it not I mean we spoke about this when when VAR of course has been Mm. muted and we have goal line technology that works really well Mm. but for for offside well we seem to have come to a sort of conclusion of is any part of the body or or whatever the rule is I can't even remember but okay they're offside which is very frustrating but you sort of know where you stand with it even though it's millimetres and and the tightest of margins whereas with penalties it will always be open to interpretation and I understand the frustration with the consistencies but VAR was never going to mop up those inconsistencies it was always just going to highlight them. So slow, when. Slow this game down. Well, whenever, well when Salah is brought down, I, as I, I think it was the West Ham game when there was, mm. it was suggested, was that a foul and it wasn't given? Is it clear and obvious? Well, to me, that one, he kicks Welbeck. Not that much, not enough to put him on the ground, but is that the definition of a foul?
3: I, I think the one thing that people forgot when they brought this in was the fact that just because it's the same person looking at mm-hmm. the same incident, doesn't necessarily mean he's going to come to the same decision just because mm. he made, you know, relating to one he made earlier. Mm-hmm. And bear in mind that the the act of calling the referee over to have a look at the screen immediately puts doubt in his mind anyway. So more often than not, mm-hmm. as someone who who whose sole sole job is to abide by the laws of the game, mm. they're going to immediately think, "Right, I haven't done my primary job here." Yeah. Therefore, I need to change it, change the other yeah. way. Mm-hmm. So you know, whether or, whether it was a penalty or not, I think it was a penalty, but. It is a fundamental issue with VAR in that we are still dealing with human beings. As, mm. as you know, Oliver Kay tweeted, as you mentioned, uh, that it's great when we have binary things that that have uh, yeah. essentially a yes or no answer. Mm. But that, but this doesn't, and we're asking we're asking a lot of refs anyway. Mm. And we're just I I think we've we've put a target on their back with this kind of stuff, and mm. it's it's not something that needs you know like I I, I agree with Pete, Actually, sewing it down does help because you get to yeah. see whether it was a penalty or not. You know. Like it's it's that, that argument itself is quite long. If you speed it up, it looks like Benny Hill. Brilliant. You know? <laughs> That's how relevant that argument is. And if you rewind
1: it, look, he actually yeah. helps him back up, you know. a
3: ping pong. But yeah, the, the the um it isn't the fact that of the decision that he's making there, it's the fact that he has to go and, go there anyway and I mm-hmm. think it's, the la- it's why the language is so important here because mm-hmm. in rugby and, and cricket because you can hear those open conversations they've really worked on getting the language right yep. and as a result when it's relayed to the referee or the standing umpire in cricket there is less of that doubt mm-hmm. put in their mm-hmm. mind it is purely about tell <clears throat> is there a reason why I can't award the try this mm-hmm. is a review for an LBW's decision mm-hmm. show me what I need to be seen straight off the bat yeah. and that just doesn't happen in football
1: it's all BT's fault isn't it Gordon <laughs> Yeah, <Yevon> Klopp <laughs> <Poor does> Kelly
2: <laughs> getting an oh, oh, he, g- he gave as good as he could uh, the thing against me is like uh, I-, I think Klopp said uh, yeah congratulations hamstring surprise ask Chris Wilder how we can avoid that about James Milner's uh, hamstring mm. you play James Milner or not mate like, yeah. he's, he's getting on <laughs> <laughs> and you're playing you, you fucking <laughs> it's Klopp's fault isn't it <laughs>
1: Jesus ride him if- like you own him fuck mate if you were if you, were in- if you- <laughs> If you if you were uh, interviewing Club at the end and he said, "Well, it's all your fault," you'd have gone, "Well, it's your fault, actually." I think you're fine. <laughs> you're a bloody
2: disgrace. It's just, I just like I'm sorry. Liverpool are a very well off club, and if you can't deal, if if you can't put footballers on the field that can last ninety minutes, I'm, go I'm Liverpool not Liverpool again.
1: Gonna... <laughs> Here he goes Keep on a mon-
2: on a Monday as well. <laughs> fin- Get the click record uh, on the on the cameras. Um, no, it's. It, I just. I'm sorry. They are a very well off side, and a lot of the top mm. sides who are playing in Europe uh-huh. have enough money, have enough finances, uh-huh. and and have an academy yeah. that should be uh, uh-huh. it should be able to um, go with three substitute. It's not Chris Wilder's fault. Yeah. He's probably having just as bad a time now anyway. Do you
3: know what I mean? Yeah, with the fire. With, with, with that, that of amount five. of money,
1: they should have creamier hamstrings. <laughs>
3: shouldn't yeah, that's what I was going to say. We're getting into dangerous territory here, where we're being like those kind of. Fake Faceless Dave 1010101010 twats on Twitter, uh-huh. <laughs> who you know should assume that because players are you know paid a certain amount of money that they mm-hmm. should be indestructible. I think the I, I thought they both made really good points, and I thought they you know they both lost their threads a little bit, but that's mm-hmm. going to happen when you're talking passionately so soon after a game. Mm. But neither of them have any real power to do anything in the situation. Yeah, Klopp can go and lobby the other Premier League managers, and probably should do it in a less public and more empathetic mm-hmm. way. Mm. But at the same time, like five subs wasn't going to allay any issues that we're having with hamstrings right now. It was mm. the fact that the preseason was so small mm. and no one, no one in actually gave a shit about it. Mm. And now we're in a situation where five subs won't solve anything really, but it's, you know, it's, it's a, a slightly more useful remedy now in that we can't suddenly just stop for a couple of months and, mm. Allow people to get up to scratch. Yeah. They're in a they're in a proper mess. They they uh, yeah.
2: Is it going to make Neco really millions a better defender? Probably not. Go <laughs> <You know?
1: laughs> <laughs> on, say something else outrageous. I, I can, I'm allowed to talk about Liverpool without ever getting upset. I know we? I'm not getting upset at all. Liverpool fans you know he looked he looked them in the eye as well (laughs)
3: he looked them in the eye
1: you and Des Kelly come on (laughs) oh dear Um, uh, gentlemen uh, something sad that happened uh, on the weekend Uh, Papa Booba Diop um, dying at the age of 42 Mm. very sad I mean 42 is obviously no age Um, he was suffering from long term illness, very very sad indeed and fans football fans in this country will perhaps remember him playing for, for a number of clubs one would argue most notably for Portsmouth 129 Premier League appearances of course won the FA Cup in 2008 as well I mean I remember him scoring that goal as some of us will we've all seen the footage of uh, scoring that goal for Senegal in the uh, opening uh, game of the the World Cup in 2002 against France
2: the Which first you... sewer rat to ever assist a goal
1: oh that was uh, yeah El Hadjouf yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Splinter
3: so Splinter was the original sewer rat <laughs> it?
1: Yeah, he, was. <laughs> he was yeah <laughs> um, but the man affectionately known as the wardrobe um, yeah. is, is, is sadly gone so but you know we have the memories but a, a great shame um, gentlemen to finish the show um, an odd piece of news that that Joleon Lescott seems to have sort of come out of retirement, but he didn't mm. actually know. Um, apparently, he's joined Racing Murcia, the fourth tier, fourth tier Spanish club. Um, they've they've announced his, He retired in 2017, and uh, they offered him to play one game in their Copa del Rey first round uh, match um, against uh, La Liga side Levante in December and uh, Lescott said there's been an offer for me to go and take part in a game in Spain which I'm exploring by next week I should know whether it's genuine when they've sort of announced the signing
2: yeah they've, they've got a it on the Twitter strange situation has this? he got like has he signed up one of those cameo things <laughs> <laughs> and this is one of the tears that someone's yeah, like, like yeah you got to go over there and play football too."
1: Why? well the caveat there he didn't realise what he was saying in Spanish but he actually read <laughs> yes. out yeah I will play for this man, is legally yeah. binding this
3: message <laughs> <laughs> did he accidentally tweet you like he did that card yeah exactly yeah, that's yeah. What happens.
1: he accidentally signed a contract with his, <laughs> his ass sort of thing um, when, yeah, when he accidentally tweeted his new car. Yeah, um, yeah. It, it, I, I think uh, uh, Rassing are, are, are trying to... Uh, they, they they said that they're trying to increase their profile.
2: Harry's the Heroes. It's Harry's it Heroes It is too. Harry's
1: Heroes. We're trying to increase our profile. Who do we need to get in? <laughs> Joden Lescott.
3: Why Paul, didn't United yeah. like, do that with Jadon Sancho? Well, well, we signed him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. That's all good. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Everything's but, fine, but why? Are they Why Lescott? Why is Lescott some sort of world ambassador or something that we're unaware of? I mean, Samuele was. You make it well. sound like a soccer aid. Well, <laughs> did, that's what I mean. But they're trying to increase their profile. Is Joni Lescott the man to do that? Exactly. Will Woody Harrelson play? I yeah. hope so. Maybe he could answer the call. Will Ferrell
3: played a bit, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah. Samueletto was linked,
1: and I thought, that's a bit more like it.
3: That's a bit more like yeah. it. How old is Samueletto
1: now, though? Uh, well, I don't know, but you guarantee he's played more football in, since 2017. <laughs> <than laughs> <Champions League>. <laughs> <laughs> Samueletto will always be playing football wherever you see him. He'll be on a football pitch somewhere in the world. Professional, semi pro, kick about, you name it, he's there. He's there, ladies and gentlemen. Well, we we, we look forward to that. <laughs> one less got to come out of retirement just for one last job for a Spanish fourth tier side. Excellent stuff, right, ladies and gentlemen? Thank you very much for listening to the Football Ramble. It's been an absolute pleasure. On tomorrow's show, Jules, Luke, and Andy. Until then, thank you very much for Hantaraja.
3: Thank you very much, Marcus Feller. Thank you very much,
1: Peter Donaldson. Goodbye. And thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. See you soon.